how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit them like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 430. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, today, we're just going to kind of yammer about anything that's on our mind sports-wise. I got to talk about my teams because there's stuff to talk about with my teams. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, uh, I also want to uh, have a couple podcast questions with you. But before we get into all that, the most important question I have after a week off is, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I've got my cup of tea. We're nice. gonna talk. We're gonna talk about our teams. I want to talk about my team a little bit too. We could yeah, do that. Yeah, we um, can do that. Different um, kind of things to talk about with your teams. Oh yeah, my team. I think my team, especially my beloved Charlotte Hornets, I think are having a great season. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's the season you need. I was like, Lamelo Ball's been hurt. He comes back. Team looks completely different with him on the court. It's a, I, I, we were worried about whether or not you know whether we should bell on Lamelo. Like, no, the team just looks completely different when he's on the court. Like it just yeah, <laughs> the, the, like yeah, this guy's for real. And then <laughs> the second game back, running down the court, his ankle's already still kind of messed up. He steps on a fan's foot, twists his ankle, and he's out again. Oh no! Oh, Which, I watched I mean, that Orlando game. I missed the um, I missed the injury. It was at the end. It was at the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, um, that sucks. That does suck. But, hey, every time I think about how terrible they're doing, I just go watch some Victor Wimanyama highlights. Like, let's go. That's yeah, what we're doing. Go, let's go for go, it. Go get you, go get you, go get you some, uh, some Victor. <laughs> Thinking about what number should he wear? Number what 18? Number? <laughs> I don't think there's ever been an 18. That'd be nice. You know, you know what? I secretly don't know numbers at all. Like I, I don't I, either. I, I've I never really cared about that. I think I do. I probably know them better than I think I do. Like if we really ran through it, but like generally speaking, I don't know whose number is anybody. Like I know Dame and I know Brandon Roy, and I think that's yeah. It. I don't think you know what else I hate that players do. I hate when players change numbers. Yeah, I don't like that either. Because I don't like because like first of all, I don't really care what your number is. It might mean something to you, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm glad it does. Yeah. But yeah. I don't care. All you're doing is forcing all the people to rebuy your jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And jerseys are stupid. They're so expensive. expensive. It's so I went expensive. To, I was I was going to buy one of Portland City jerseys, which I love even though Portland Those jerseys are like those PDX jerseys. I like those jerseys. Yeah. I love it. And um and the city of Portland is is divided, right? It's people who really like it and then people who think basically think it's basic and stupid, right? So Really? Um, I, yeah, why? What it's happened was the PDX, well, the PDX carpet became a thing, right? Yeah. About, you know, five, ten years ago, right? Yeah. Somewhere in that range. And yeah. po Portlanders kind of got snobby about it, right? And um, so they, they they kind of shunned the idea, like, oh, that's a, a fake Portland thing, right? It's fake Portlanders, right? So what? Um, but what's fake? People that like the carpet? Yeah, yeah, like fake Portland people that aren't really Portlanders like it, right? It's it's a it's okay. this it's a divide, right? And and that stuff happens in every city, right? Like it's um uh, another thing is like voodoo donuts, right? Like Portland is known ah. for voodoo donuts, and so people who are real Portlanders, w they'll they'll crap on voodoo donuts. They'll be like, voodoo donuts sucks. You want good donuts? Go here, <laughs> right? It's 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 something like you go to you go to England um and this cracked me up. We went to England and everyone craps on Stonehenge. There was a Stonehenge is stupid. There's so many better things to go look at out there. There's even better hinges to look at, right? Mm -hmm. Um I, I think it's just a thing. Every every city has those things, right? Uh -huh. um, so I did come to Portland uh in that 5 to 10 year range and so I fit that. I'm also kind of basic in general, right? Um so I I love it. I love the jerseys. I think they look sharp. I like the PDX I like them. look. The yeah, the turquoise looks dope. So I went to maybe buy an Anthony Simons one. Yeah, you know how much those are? How much? They're $145, man. That's, and that's And what? that's not like a that's a replica. That's not like an authentic <laughs> or like a tackle till or anything like that. Like it's 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 $145. I can't justify that, Dwayne. I can't. That's 
I remember thinking like seventy dollars was too much. A hundred forty-five dollars—that's insanity. Yeah, yeah. I it, that's a hundred forty-five dollars. I can't, I can't justify it, man. And and, and also, um, this is probably for the best because my jersey purchasing is pretty. Uh, it's a pretty bad record as far as yeah. I, I mean, for example, the the Mariners jersey that I bought a year and a half ago is Kyle Lewis. Um, and I, I, I'm in the process of sending him an apology. I, Kyle Lewis, uh, I bought his jersey. He got hurt a week later. He's been hurt since and just got Aww. traded to the Diamondbacks. So, you know. Hey. Uh, uh, you know, I, I still, I will root for Kyle Lewis. I love Kyle Lewis. But, yeah, it, bad luck. Uh, now, I'm, I'm going to have to apologize to Julio because that's what's going to happen. I'm going to have to buy a Julio jersey. You, okay. And, Jerseys you're not allowed to buy. We're just making a rule here on the two guys. You're not allowed to buy a Julio jersey. You're not yep, allowed yep. to buy a Shaden Sharp jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's I, I, so I want to say that my unwillingness to spend one hundred and forty five dollars on one of these city jerseys. You're welcome, Anthony Simons. You're welcome. That's what I'm saying. Stay away from the Julio jersey. Yeah, I will say, but the only I I will say I I did buy a Tua jersey, which looked bad for a while, but is looking better now. Um, oh, you have a Tua jersey, so that's why he keeps getting hurt. How dare you? Yeah, that's that's why he keeps getting hurt. <laughs> and um uh, and my Dame jerseys were never a problem. So yeah, that's fine. The Dame was fine. That worked out good for you. Yep, I have two Dame jerseys. So maybe um, that's the key. Maybe the key is you just have to buy two. Yeah, that's gotta be it. Maybe I'll just do. Maybe I'll just do that. I'll buy two different, two different Anthony Simons jerseys, two different Julio Rodriguez jerseys. That's the way it goes. So. It's like it's like four hundred dollars. It's insane. <laughs> or I need to buy players jerseys after they have the fall, right? Like Robbie Ray had a disappointing season by his yeah. finish this year. Now's yeah. the time I should buy a Robbie Ray jersey. That's the way it should go. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really, your, your your purchasing jerseys is, is really what makes or break it. That's really it, it. It's bad. Some of my favorite Dolphins jerseys that I've owned in the past are, are like Dante Culpepper and like um, – I stand by it. I stand by it. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is what – Jarvis Landry the year before yeah. he got traded. Remember, uh, I are, remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah back. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the Dolphin. The Dolphin. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember that stint he had with you guys. He's – Seven yeah. foot one running through the lane, Run, yeah. running through the, through the line. Absolutely. I <laughs> age age forty five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I don't know why my my Zach. I I'm confident my Zach Thomas jersey is the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. Confident that's the only reason. It's insane that he's not in the Hall of Fame. I've said insane a lot, in but it is insane. He was, he'll he'll get he, in. He'll definitely get in. He was one of the top few players at his position his entire career, which was very lengthy, and he's an iconic player for the Dolphins. I, I don't understand it. So I, I think he'll, he'll I think he'll get in. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. What else uh, can we talk about? Can we can we talk Blazers since? Uh, let's do it. I'm ready to have I'm ready to have this Blazers discussion. Yeah. So the Blazers are your number one team in the Western Conference, my yes, friend. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Ten and five. They just they just lost a heartbreaker to the Nets. That was a good game, though. That, that was, was a good game. game. I watched like the the end of the third into fourth quarter last night. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to talk. So I want to talk about that game because that game personifies the way this Blazers season is going. Right. I, I mean, I know it's a loss and they've been winning, but that's not the point. Um. So the Blazers are fun to watch. They play really hard. They run up and down the court. They play. They play defense. They play hard on defense, and they seem like they're having a tremendous amount of fun together. Jeremy Grant is playing like an all. Jeremy Grant deserves if the, if you're if you're making all NBA first team lists right now. Jeremy Grant uh-huh. deserves to be on it. He's been phenomenal. Um, Shaden Sharp is a ton of fun. Uh, he 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 still looks like a rookie. He, yeah. he still makes some boneheaded plays throughout the yeah. game. But that's boy, fine. I I. Th- I think you were right on him. He looks like a player. He, he looks like I, he's going to be a problem. I uh, I am not quite running my victory lap on Shaden Sharp yet, but I'm close. I've got my shoes on. Yeah, just... you were big. You were big <laughs> on Shaden Sharp. Yeah, because um, I was like, I remember when we did our draft preview. I was like, look, Portland needs a swing. You need mm-hmm. to if, if you're going to do something, you're going to have to hit on a swing. I still don't know how big of a hit this is for this season. Like you said, he still looks very raw at times. But he has athleticism. Like, I, I don't know who the last person Portland had that was like this, where he just skying over guys and 
and dunks. That game a couple weeks ago, last week, week before, where he had the dunk and then they got the steal, then he got the follow-up dunk, like in back-to-back yeah. plays, and the place yeah. just goes crazy. I'm like, see, that's stuff like that matters because that gets the team into it, that gets the fans into it, and now the other team is kind of discombobulated, and I think you went on to win that game, if I'm not mistaken. I think um, so, yeah. it's um, it, it, He's been a lot of fun to watch. He also looks cool and calm and collected, which between very him calm. and Anthony Simons and Dame, like all three of those guys, th- th- there's no moment those guys are afraid of. You know what I mean? The funnest thing of that uh, of that, the, the last week, what, I don't remember which game it was, Jeremy Grant hits that game winner for you. Yeah. And everyone's on the court, and they're running, and the Dame goat runs up, and there's the shot of Dame, and he grabs his wrist and starts pointing to Jeremy Grant's wrist like Dame time. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. "See, like, listen, this is this is so something's happening with that team, okay? Yeah, it matters. That type of stuff matters. These guys want to play together. Like they're having fun. They're, they're running around. Uh, Josh Hart's been a big part of this team. Like it's, I, I it's." It's fun, man. It's fun to watch the Blazers, even when they lose, like last night. Like it, it it's fun to watch this team. Uh, another thing from last night that I want to talk about um, is Drew Eubanks. Drew Eubanks, yeah. man. Like Drew. He, he's he, look, he's not making an All Star team. He's probably not. not a starter in the league, right? But he's yeah. a very good, hardworking piece, and he does something that I've decided my fa- my my underrated favorite thing in in basketball is the back tap on an offensive rebound yeah i, like, I, I love that. watching it uh, my, uh marcus can probably greatest back tapper in the history of the game <laughs> right um I, I i love it offensive board happens you've still got shooters around there uh the center skies up right big big long arm and just taps it back to a guard for a three i love it i love it my friend it's but the back tap is one of my favorite underrated parts of basketball and drew eubanks has the back tap down and he's also just annoying to everyone around him like he's just, that's what you want that's what you he's like. in your face so i that's love it you, i like like the lakers game was the game i watched with him where i was like oh yeah this is it because you want that guy that the other team's best big thinks they should be dominating but they kind of can't it's kind of annoying you just kind of yeah. want to get under their skin like he's yeah. just, like he's he's just getting under Anthony Davis' skin. It's like who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, who is this guy? Drew, you bet. I love it. I love it. And we saw a little bit of that last year, but it's just been it's just been great to see it really develop. Um, uh, other things from last night. Ben Simmons looks pretty good. Did you notice Ben Simmons looks good? Ben Simmons does not look good. Ben Simmons looks he fine. looked good. He looked good last night. It's it's. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's the first Nets game I've watched. He looks fine. Ben <laughs> Ben Simmons. I think he's looked better. I'm going to be completely honest. He looks better since Kai Wee's gone out. <laughs> if we're going to be, if we want to be completely honest about it. <laughs> oh, oh, are you saying that Kyrie is a net negative? Because I'm here for that. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're better without Kyrie. Kyrie's a very good player. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that team has looked better since Kyrie's been out. <laughs> you know what I want to so, say? That's how what I'm come, saying. How come we always have to say? Look, I'm not saying the team is better without Kyrie. No matter what team he's on. <laughs> right? Why is that always the thing? <laughs> like, listen, Boston went on a big run without Kyrie. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember they went on that big run in the playoffs without Kyrie? <laughs> they absolutely did. Look, Ben Simmons shot three of four from the free throw line. He was 15 and 13 rebounds with seven assists and a block. He guarded Dame oh, that is a good for most That's of, much better. That's much better line than I thought. Those are good numbers. Guarded Dame for most of the game, and he was just lethal in transition. He was finding That's a ben effortless passes. Look, they're using him correctly, right? You surround him with Seth Curry and Royce O'Neal and Kevin Durant, guys that can shoot the ball, and this is a good thing, good situation for him. They're not asking him to do things that he's not comfortable doing, and you see him build the confidence as the game goes on, and he's willing to go in there and do some stuff in the paint. Now, he's still not trying to get to the line because, obviously, there's a mental block there, but when they did the Hacka-Simmons thing in the fourth quarter, he drained three of four free throws and gave Chauncey Billups a really nice stare down. So I, I <laughs> why are you staring at Chauncey? What Chauncey do? Chauncey because he's playing Hacka Simmons. So he's like, oh, you want to play that? Oh, because oh, he did the Hacka Simmons. Oh, yeah. okay. So I, wait a minute. I, 
I thought that was fun. Now, this is probably his first legit good game he's had this season. But, I, you know, it, it gave you a little, a little window into what Simmons can do when he's healthy and what you can do if you scheme for him. Like, if you, if you, if you develop an offensive game plan around him, you get him in transition, get him passing, and let him go out there and guard. Like, yeah, he picked up six fouls, but he's guarding Dame, and he's guarding yeah. the, the main ball handler every single time down the court and doing it well. So, uh, now Dame had a good game, but you could see Simmons making, making plays, swiping at the ball, and disrupting the offense. And I think Simmons is the biggest reason why the Nets won last night. I really do. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, 15, 13, and 7. That's a much better line than I thought he had. Plus, thir- plus minuses of a plus 13. They should trade him today. Yeah, trade him today. <laughs> Turn to the Lakers. Get those trade picks. They should, they should trade him after that game. Like, huh? See? Huh? Look at this. Yeah. He, he so- can still do that. Nets have won three out of the last four. Um, luckily, uh, Kyrie isn't around. He's supposed to come back soon. Uh, do you still blow this up, or do you let it kind of run for a little while? Since they're guy high, blow yeah, this. This, this, this absolutely, it's just it's over. Even yeah. if like, I, I just don't like. What do you do? You think this team could win the East? I don't. Yeah, pro- probably not. And I mean, they're, they're, they've already, it's way, way early in the season, but they've dug themselves in a little hole here. They're seven and nine, right? Um, so that that's not a great start to the season for them. But, uh, I, I, you know, I but I do understand the idea that, like, we have Kevin Durant. We sh- He's locked up for a long time. We should be able to be competitive and win. We're going to be able to figure this out. Like, I get that. I would blow it sky high because it's just too much drama. It's very irritating. <laughs> But they, but but I can see yeah. a path for this team to be a competitive team. You know what I mean? They're um they're five and a half out. I mean, there's a lot of season left, so yeah, they can't turn it around. But th- I just I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you would want. I don't understand why you would want to keep Kyrie on your team. Yeah, just he, wave he, Kyrie. He's just a, he's a free him. agent at the end of the season. Oh. You're not gonna re-sign him. Like, why would you like? If, if you can't trade him for further assets, like you're just gonna lose that asset for nothing at the end of the year anyway. It's like just, yeah. just, just blow it up. Like, what are you doing? Did you hear? I, did you hear Dave Chappelle's uh, SNL monologue? Yeah, I don't want to talk about Dave Chappelle. No, no, I just, just very quickly. <laughs> I, I do want to say he, 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 he kind of recapped Kyrie and and he, and he had all his jokes and did all his usual Dave Chappelle stuff. But one thing he said, he kind of went. You know, did you? He, he kind of criticized the Nets for all the stuff they're asking Kyrie to do to come back on the court. He's like, he apologized, yeah. move on. And I'm like, to say he apologized, move on, yeah. is a pretty. It, it, it's very, very. Um, it's leaving out a big part of what Kyrie's apology was and how long it took him <laughs> to do it and his failed apologies first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a. It's. It, it, I. I feel like Dave. I feel like Dave may have left some stuff out when he when he glossed over that. Context, part context is important. Here's what I say: yeah. I will say this. I criticized that list that the Nets gave him too, but kind of for a different reason. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you feel like there's a guy on your team that needs to do all that to get back on your team, then you shouldn't have that guy on your team. Yeah, just wave him. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm like, with you there. I think that yeah, like, that that makes a lot more sense to me than, than than Chappelle's argument in that case. Right. If I if I have a guy that I feel like he needs to donate five hundred thousand dollars and sit down with leaders of a community he offended, then why do I want that guy in my organization? Right. Yeah, like I would true. just like I don't. That, that makes no sense to me. It's like if you either you. I feel like the Nets are trying to have it both ways. Like right. They're yeah. they're trying they're trying to appear as though. They're tr- they they you know want him to make amends for the the, the video he tweeted, but at the same time they also like don't want to cut him because he's Kyrie yeah. Irving and he's really good. It's like you can't have yeah. both ways. Either let him play or cut him. Like that's really that simple. Like you either care or you don't. Yeah, <laughs> either care or you don't. Yeah. It's true. It's like like it's, it's, that list was dumb. I was like just just let him play. Like, what are you talking about? You don't <laughs> care, obviously. <laughs> You're, just, you're clearly okay with it if he does. You're clearly not. okay yeah, with yeah, it. Like, that. just let him play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I think that makes. I, I think that makes a level of sense. I completely understand that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what are y'all doing? Like, that's just stop. Stop trying to be ridiculous. Like, just uh, pl- play him. Or cut. I would have cut him, but that's me personally. But. Uh, but yeah, that's funny. The, um, that's funny. Um. um that. 
I think that's all I have on the Nets and the Blazers right now. I, I'm just, I'm just, I just love watching this team. I'm just very excited to watch this team, and 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 it's so young and exciting. Um, I, I just uh, like. Can we extend Jeremy Grant now? Can we do that now? Is that? <laughs> um, how much is that gonna cost? You reckon? I, you, if you're Portland, you just do it. I you think just you do it. Yeah, you just do it. Especially if depending on how the rest of the season goes, but. You just do it. You don't worry about it. Yeah. Dame is Dame's on for three more years, four more years. Yeah, three he, years. He extended like the the super duper quantum yeah. max. You know, so I think it's four is. years yeah. after this one or something like he's that. He's signed through twenty six, twenty seven. So okay. four more years I, after this one. Four four years after this one. Yeah, extend Jeremy yeah. Grant. And Anthony Simons is you're paying him a ton of money for the next four years. Yusuf Nurkic is signed through for four more years. Nasir Little signed for four more years after this. So like, so this is a four year window basically. You 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 you're, you're yeah. signing up for a four year era of whatever this is gonna end up being. Yeah, yeah. So I I think they're gonna re-sign Jeremy Grant. I, and think I don't so know too. that Jeremy Grant will cost like thirty million a year. Like, no, I don't think so. I think he'll probably uh, twenty somewhere between twenty six, twenty nine, maybe thirty. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be like CJ McCollum money. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was making like 35, 38, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he yeah, he was in the thirty-five range. So of course I don't know who knows. Like I don't I don't understand contracts anymore. <laughs> he might get fifty million, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> you know, it, it's very, very possible. So, um, <laughs> but you know, you, you've got this and you've got this nice little window where Shaden Sharp looks like he's gonna be a, a piece for you and you're not you don't have to pay him for four more years. You don't you're not gonna have to yeah. pay him for a while, which is great. Um, That's why that is why I think it's important to keep draft picks. Because yeah, whenever you when you have teams, the team like Portland that's gonna be salary heavy with the players that you are paying, you need a way to get young talent at a price that you don't have to pay a ton for. And like, yeah. this is the thing I think the Lakers, the, the Lakers saw, missed the forest for the trees. It's like, sure, you got LeBron and AD and now Russ that you're paying all this money to. You have no other way to add any talent to the team. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you got those three. Like you need that that young Shaden Sharp that you st- stole out of the draft that can come in and be like, oh yeah, hey, look at this. But most championship teams have at least one of those guys. Those guys yeah. that you weren't counting on to be part of your core, but turns out to be part of your core. Like it's look, at, it, yeah, it's the way it goes. Look at look at Golden State. Look at how Golden State has built the back end of that roster. You could talk about, yeah. you know, whether or not you think those young guys are ever going to be anything. But what if they had traded all those draft picks for Bradley Beal? Yeah. Right? Like, what if they – then you're just sitting there with Bradley Beal and none of the depth, the young depth they have on the bench. Like, it just – like, I think – I I just – I've never liked the way teams do it. I like the teams doing that because my team may steal those draft picks from you. <laughs> like, I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. It's – you know, and, and and we're not saying it can't work, right? Obviously, the of Lakers course. got a title out of, of what they've can. done. You know? Yeah. Of course it um, can. But they won a title. Golden State also won a title doing it the other way. Right? Like, yeah. so – both both models can work. I just I think it's I think it's a short sighted thing to do. Yeah, and the Spurs are a great example of um, drafting and developing talents and 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 staying competitive as a result. Miami does that as well. Uh, Boston, you know that three uh, or, or that that title that they won with their three big guys, they went out and signed. Sure, that was a big reason of it. But people forget, yeah. like if they don't hit on Rondo, that yeah that title may not happen. Rondo's a and big perk. part of that. Rondo so. and Perk. Yeah, there was, a, there was a lot. There um, was a lot. There was a lot of vets on that team. They brought in like Eddie House and PJ Brown. There was a lot of guys on that team that they brought in, but yeah, and the trades obviously. But yeah, but they they also had got young guys on that team that they drafted. Yeah, you you have to hit on those guys. You know, the Lakers when they were winning with Kobe and Pau Gasol, like those were big. But they also had to hit on um, Andrew Bynum, you know, Trevor, Tre- and Trevor Ariza. Ariza was yeah. a big part of that. So yeah, it's um. Yeah, I, I I agree. You 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 have to have those guys, and um and it's it, those guys are often the difference, uh, especially when you're a small market team, right? Um, those guys yeah. are often the difference between a good team and a great team. So I'm hoping Shaden Sharp is is the difference between a good team and a great team for the Blazers. I I I'm realistic. Like I I I I'm excited about this start. I I'm, I don't have like crazy expectations though you know what i mean i I, have, I, think, I would keep... i think they're fun and i'm excited but um but I, a... I i do hope that as they continue to develop i i hope that they have that ability to be great is that a great place where expectations are really low for him 
and the pressure is really low um, yep. because you know he's he's not he's not going to start at the guard's position for the foreseeable future. Like I just yeah, don't, the, I don't. The only path to starting I see for him potentially is if they trade Josh Hart, maybe he starts at the three. But I maybe. I I, I don't yeah. see that necessarily happening. I Hart is an obvious trade target for like you know any kind of portland trades but hart is also really valuable to portland like he's a yeah, really good player on the him. court so i, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if i were them i would i wouldn't either i wouldn't trade Josh. i wouldn't trade anybody you're the yeah. number one team in the east or in the west i wouldn't trade things anybody are you're going doing fine well. yeah things are going well <laughs> you could uh, probably use i would say you could use another big but hey drew eubanks all-star drew eubanks he's fine eubanks has been really good and the other thing they just sent greg brown to the g league which i i like yeah i think that that's a, a nice opportunity for him to um get some reps because he he he's teaming with talent right like he's got yeah, yeah. tons of athleticism and all that so maybe he gets some reps and maybe he refines um his game a little bit looks a little less like like a bull in a china shop and comes back up and can be that eight minutes a game rib runner because that's kind of what they need right they need yeah. nurk insurance and like an eight minute a game rim runner that's what would help them at the big position because their crunch time big is justice winslow that's who their yeah. crunch yeah. time big is so yeah that, they're um, fun they're fun to watch they're fun i'm in on portland i'm buying portland don't don't know if they're winning the west but i'm in on portland yeah um, absolutely can we talk about can i give you a, a are you worried or should should we worry yeah, absolutely. It's two teams that I say should we worry about. One of them, I think the answer is definitely yes. Okay. <laughs> should we worry about the Golden State Warriors? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think they'll be okay. I don't think they're going to be a 400 team. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. they're going to be in the in, in the playoffs and probably in the playoffs and not just the play-in. But I think like as far as is this a team that's a threat for the title, I'd be worried, right? They seem to yeah. hate each other right now, and that's the first time Golden uh, State has looked like that. Right? Yeah, I have a hot take. Here's my hot take. You Are you yeah. ready for a hot take for the Golden State Warriors? Sure. I think it's a bad thing for one of the leaders of your team to punch a teammate in the face right before the season starts. Now, hold on, Dwayne. That, I think that's it's a, hot that's take. A I know. Take. I know. I, I, I know. I'm talking crazy because, <laughs> you know, Draymond is perfect and never does anything wrong. But he's a leader. He's a fiery he's a leader. competitor. He's a Everybody leader. knows who Draymond is. He's going to bring a it leader. Out of here with that. He's a leader nonsense. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah tur- turns out turns out that didn't set the right tone going into the season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and look, to- I, I know Draymond is still doing Draymond things, right? But I just get him. I, I would get him out of there. I just would. Jordan Poole's a better part of your future right now. It's Draymond, just so Green, funny. you didn't extend Green. You're clearly not going to bring him back. If you're not winning the title this year, move him. Get rid of him. It's just so funny where it's like everyone tried to act like that wasn't a big deal. Can you imagine if you're in your office right now and your boss just walks up and punches one of your teammates or one of your one of your coworkers? Look, I, I've been in a situation, um, and I, I'm not going to put names out there, but I've been in a situation where a, a a boss has talked to another to a person under them in a very very threatening manner, and and that's yeah. just talking in a very threatening yeah. manner, right? Yeah, throws that, off the vibe, huh? Yeah, and they got through it, and there was an apology. There was like a large apology to everybody. In, uh, in the office too, um, and there was a large apology, and they got through it, and they moved on. I'm telling you, it was never the same. Um, <laughs> that relationship was never the same, and all of us, all of our viewpoint on that person was never the same. And, yeah. And, and I, I just Draymond Green threw a haymaker. Yeah. At Jordan Poole. It wasn't. It wasn't a hit. It wasn't a dust up. He threw a haymaker. I'm gonna right. take your head off. It wasn't talking. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a an I'll kick your ass situation. Like no, he kicked his ass. <laughs> yeah. he, he threw a haymaker. Like he was trying to murder him, and and that's that's garbage. That's garbage. So here's and here's the here's the thing about it. Like I do, I would say that if there is a team that could probably overcome that, it's a team that has won four titles. Yeah, because true. you know winning does cure all, right? If you go out and you win. It's not a problem. If you go out and you're, what are they, three, what's their record? Six and nine, it becomes more of a problem, right? Absolutely. We used to always say that with Utah, right? Like when they're winning, uh, Donovan and Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. They love each other. 
Yeah, <laughs> they love each other. When they have yeah. back-to-back break heartbreaks in the playoffs, they don't like each other quite as much, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. winning winning cures all. I think they're going to be fine. I'm going to say I'm not worried, even though I probably should be. Okay, um, right. I'm going to say I'm not worried. I, I'm worried. I I think they'll get out of this rut, but I do think I am watching them. I am I am worried. Here's the, here's here's what here's what doesn't worry me. Um. They still have one of the highest points per game in the league. They're still scoring a bunch. Uh-huh. Uh, they're 6-1 uh, and one at home. They've not won a road game. They're 0-8 on the road, and that's where the problem is. And I just yeah. think over the course of the season, I think that's going to correct itself. Um, yeah, they went on sense. that. They went on that East Coast road trip, and I think they lost to, like, Charlotte, Detroit, and Orlando, like, on, on the same road trip. That's bad. Right, like it's yeah. like those are three teams you should definitely not be losing to. Um, <laughs> so I'm 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 gonna say I'm not worried. I am a bit worried about Clay. I'm a little worried about Clay Thompson. Like Clay's starting to look a little look, look a little he, long he in the tooth. He doesn't look the same. He's lost a lot of that lateral quickness that made him so lethal in the defensive yeah. end. And so I'm a little concerned about that. But other than he, that, I, I'm not worried. He, he's getting a little bit more into the realm of. Um, you know, if his shot isn't falling that night, he's he's a liability on the court, which is it's yeah. always a problem when 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 you become a, a silo player. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm gonna say not worried about that team, but I am gonna say that I'm very worried about this next team. I think we may have talked about this team before on the, on the show. Okay. I'm I I'm deathly I'm deathly worried about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I was hoping you'd go Timberwolves. <laughs> I I I I would be pushing 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 that panic button if I were the Timberwolves. <laughs> they 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 don't look good and um and I you know we we've known that Anthony Edwards is the president of the Anthony Edwards fan club for a while. Oh yeah, member it and sure president. seems apparent now, doesn't it? <laughs> he he loves him some Anthony Edwards, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he was so good in Hustle, which I finally did watch. That's why he was so good in Hustle. He was just playing himself. I think that's just who he is. He He might not have even known he was on a movie set. Like, he might have just showed up, right? (laughs) 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 He he was just there. He was just talking. He was like, yeah, let's go. I'll play ball. Who's this guy? Yeah, who's this guy? (laughs) Nothing. Don't you have somewhere to be, Anthony Edwards? Aren't you a Minnesota Timberwolves? Shut up. No. No way. It doesn't matter. I've got to go to Popeyes. I gotta go to Popeyes. I um. Uh, would you? Not not would they? Because they're not going to trade Carl Anthony Towns. Would you trade for Carl for Carl Anthony Towns? Uh yeah, depending on my team, depending on what it costs, all that stuff. Yeah, he'd definitely be a target. Um, I know it's a lot of money. I know that he hasn't really done a whole lot, but you know he's got a tremendous amount of talent. He's one of those unicorn guys. And the thing is. Minnesota, like you get him out of that environment and get him playing with a, a, a supportive leader, maybe he blossoms. You know what I mean? Um, there's I, some I, really I, good. There's some really good players who really help the players around him. Um, yeah. Dame. And uh, it, it just, <laughs> you know, but but players like that, right? Who help the players around them, and you know, Carl Anthony Towns doesn't need a Jimmy Butler or a Chris Paul, right? That's not who he needs. He needs somebody who is um, going to build him up. And I, I think that there are players out there that can do that. I think you get him in that environment, and you might see a better Carl Anthony Towns and a better result. I really do think so. I, I think – I don't know why. We're going to have to do a study about why Minnesota basketball just hasn't worked for the past 25 years. Yeah, I, I don't – I have no idea. I it's have just, no idea. Because they, they've tried lots of things and things and that I've And they've had lots do. of guys. I don't get it. They've yeah. had like generational guys. They've had like three generational guys on that the era defining guys for their teams. They've had Kevin Garnett in the early late in the nineties, early two thousands. Then they switched to Kevin Love. Yeah, still couldn't win anything, and now they got Carl Anthony Towns, and still don't seem to be able to win. Like I don't know what it is because it's yeah. it, it, all three of those guys I would say are defining player players of their eras. Yeah, you would you would you would think that it would yield some sort of success. You would think. I don't know. I'm I'm concerned about that team. The Rudy Gobert trade. It's still very early. I'm not willing to make any 
declarations about that trade yet, obviously, but it doesn't man, look it, good. It doesn't, it doesn't look, look good, good, man. They gave up a lot for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and we said this when the trade happened, right? Like we 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 understood what Minnesota was doing. I get it. I get it. And we also said Utah. Um, if you're gonna get un, you know, uh, un- unprotected picks from any team in the league, like Minnesota's yeah. on the short list. I don't care how good they look on paper. Minnesota's on the short list of teams that I want their unprotected picks. Absolutely. Give me Minnesota, Cleveland, and Sacramento, and I'll, I'll bet on long term those teams not panning out. Those are the three, right? Like yep. if I if I'm getting a long term, if I'm getting a, a undra- unprotected pick two years from now, those are the three teams I wanted from. The yep. Knicks are probably also going to be bad, but the Knicks also have a way of just hanging around 800 all the time, 800, yep. 500 all the time. Like they yeah. just they, yeah, they're never you. really really bad, but they're also never really really good. <laughs> yeah, they're inevitable in their own way. <laughs> Very concerned for Minnesota. Uh, just hang in there, Minnesota fans. Hang in there. I'm so, I'm sorry, Minnesota. I feel you. For, I feel for you, Minnesota fans, because like, like there's a lot to like about that team, right? And it, but it just isn't working right now. And I I hope it. I don't know. I I probably don't hope it. I hope for you that it pans out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're a Portland fan. You don't want them to be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care if they're not good. But I also I don't really like any of the players on that team. So like, uh, th- so like, not a, I don't not really a, care. Not a very good players. Team. Th- not, they're, not, 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 they're, ex- they're not likable. Not an extremely likable team. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't dislike Carl Anthony Towns, but I don't find him to be one of the most likable players in the league. You know what I mean? I have a lot of empathy for him. He's had a rough couple years. He has. But, He's really gone through quite a bit. I do, you know, I, do but, I do. sympathize with him. But I don't find Rudy Gobert, D'Angelo Russell, or Anthony Edwards to be particularly likable. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, I easy, not, they're they, not easy to root for. I don't think I don't think D'Angelo Russell is going to be on that team by the end of the season. Oh yeah, you think so? What's his trade market? Like, who's trading for D'Angelo Russell? Somebody will trade for him. One of these teams will talk themselves into it and give yeah, up a I lot guess... less and give up a lot less than I think Minnesota thinks he's worth. Probably that's probably true. But I get I guess he's on an expiring deal. Maybe maybe sure. I don't... Get him out of there. I guess I don't, maybe somebody trying to get rid of money and gives them a pick too. But really? Minnesota, th- then you got to think Minnesota's thinking. But Minnesota's trying to compete, right? So what? Do you, I, I don't sure. know. I don't know what you're doing there. Same maybe maybe a team, maybe a bad team with a bad contract. Maybe they trade D'Angelo Russell for that. Maybe John Collins or something like you trade D'Angelo Russell Ooh, Atlanta gets no, capital relief and picks. The le- they do not need another. Don't bring another big. Oh yeah, they don't need another big. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That would be a catastrophe. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see. I don't see a trade out there that makes sense for somebody to give up assets for D'Angelo Russell. Um, can we? Can we? We're at about thirty-seven minutes. Can we switch to some football? Yeah, yeah. I do have to say, Julio Rodriguez won uh, Rookie of the Year. So yeah, he did. Um, yeah, he did. So all, all is right in the world in baseball, and uh, go Mariners. Just have to say that. My my wife texted that to me when he won. Yeah, nice. That was, Nice. It's like, listen, I, I question the reasons that your reasons for liking the kid, but I'm glad you're on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're on board. I love it. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about your beloved Miami Dolphins? I do want to talk about my beloved Miami Dolphins. Um, seven and three, second in the conference, my friend. Uh, if if the season ended today, they would be the number two seed. Number two seed, Dwayne. My, your my, my Miami Dolphins. Our yeah. Miami Dolphins. They're Everyone's mine too. Miami Dolphins. You can put them on me. Yeah. It's fine. I That's love right. me some Tua. <laughs> yeah. And the three losses, no Tua, no Tua in those three losses. Yeah. So you know, yeah. that that's important. Undefeated in games that Tua started and finished. The Miami Dolphins. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say, um, you know, the last three wins aren't against uh, great teams. The Browns, Bears, and Lions. Uh, yeah. Steelers were the the other the other win. The last four wins, not great teams, but 
they're they're getting things done, and that's something that the Dolphins haven't done in the past. They've got the Texans coming up after the bye this week. That should be a win also. Uh, the rest of the schedule is tough, right? 49ers, Chargers, Bills, Packers, Patriots, Jets. That's not an easy, easy schedule, but I'm excited for this team, and Tua looks really good, and I want everybody to stop crapping on Tua. And, and, and now I'm seeing this thing where people bring up Tua, and they're like, look at how good Tua's doing. They compare him to good quarterbacks, right? And then everyone's yeah. like, Tua's not in the same league as that quarterback. You're stupid. And I'm like, you're missing the point. You're missing the point. <laughs> the point is not The point is not that Tua is as good as Patrick Mahomes right. or Justin Herbert or whatever. The point is that Tua's really good, and none of you will, none of you will admit it. None of you will yeah. admit that Tua's a good player. And that's it's, okay. it. it's okay to admit that he's having a really good season. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay that two is having a really good season. It's okay that he's a good quarterback and a foundational piece if he stays healthy, which is the big caveat with him. But I, all these things are great. And also, please, please, please stop discounting him because of the talent around him because we, we only do that for certain players. And it, it, we don't give those same players that we discount for the talent around them are players who we don't give any credit at all for when they don't have talent around them. And so I please stop, please stop. I understand he's got good talent around him and that helps him. I understand that. I get that. But you can't say that and then say that the crappy team around him the last two years hasn't been a factor when he also hasn't been bad with the crappy team around him the last couple of years. He's still <laughs> winning and doing well, right? I hear people talk all the time. Zach Wilson, his numbers aren't good, but the Jets are winning and so he's doing well. How come Tua didn't get that benefit of the doubt until this year? I, ah, ah, Dwayne. I, you seem ah. passionate about this. It's, it's very upsetting. I, I just don't understand why guys like Tua and Lamar Jackson and, um, I, you know, guys like that, they need to do so much more to get so much less credit. I just don't get it. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, sure, everyone has, Lamar their, Jackson everyone has their detractors, right? But I'm talking national media, you know? Of course. I'm sure you can find some some idiot out there somewhere that will tell you that Patrick Mahomes sucks. Yeah, yeah, then, right. Yeah. People, pe- people craft on Mahomes because, oh, he's got the talent. It's Andy Reid. He's the system quarterback and all that. But that's not the general consensus, right? Like, yeah. you have to look for that stuff, right? Or you have to re- really be, like, following Kansas City stuff. But whereas we just watched an entire offseason of people saying Tua literally can't throw the ball, which is asinine. So, yeah. And then I've watched him throw the ball. Now, you know, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Like, you know. I'm not trying to argue that Tua is a perfect player because I don't believe no. that he is. He underthrows he underthrows the ball sometimes. He misses passes. Like every play, every literally every quarterback in the league does that. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's like um, you know, probably doesn't have a top ten arm in the NFL. Yeah. It's not a bottom five arm like right. people treat him. But probably doesn't have a top ten arm in the NFL, maybe not even a top fifteen arm in the NFL. But his arm is fine. Like it's not He's not yeah. it's not it's not like Chad Pennington's arm or even um you know some Oof. of the other quarterbacks who've done well. Jeez. Chad Pennington it, Chad Pennington's a good quarterback, <laughs> but he, he arm strength was never Pennington's game. Like that was Just never imagine, his thing, right? Poor Chad um, Pennington. He's sitting on his he's sitting on his porch this morning. He puts on the two guys podcast. As he's he listening. does every week. Yeah, he's he's listening. He's like, Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying about it. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What what yeah. I do? Chad. <laughs> Just Drive Chad. by on Chad Pennington. <laughs> I just want to talk to you Chad. for a moment, Chad. Let's have a little side. Me and Ch- Chatty P. Ch- Chatty P. Me, you and me, buddy. Um, what we call it? Chatty P. I I love you. You're 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 one of my favorite Dolphins quarterbacks of all time. I know you're no more known as a Jet, but you're one of my favorite Dolphins quarterbacks of all time. Uh, no disrespect intended at all. Um, oh, you should join join my pinochle group. You, you, me, and Foster Moreau for some reason. <laughs> so we get together on Monday Monday afternoons and we play pinochle and drink tea. It's great. Me, it Chatty bad? P, and Foster Moreau. So is it bad that I forgot Chad Pennington was a dolphin? <laughs> uh yes, it is, my friend. He had a, a playoff led that team to the playoffs, my friend. So. Yeah, Chatty he was Pete. there for three years. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I remember right. him as a Jet. I I completely forgot he was a Dolphin. Yeah, one of the few player. I I don't know. Maybe even the only player who's won comeback player of the year for two different franchises. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. That's a good stat. That's a good stat. Yeah. I like that. Look, look. Don't come at me like <laughs> I'm not a Chad Pennington <laughs> believer. All right. Don't come at me with that, Dwayne. <laughs> 
Um, but no, excited about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, defense has some issues. Offensive line still has some issues. But I love that the coaching staff has come in and they've said, okay, offensive line has some issues. Let's have Tua get the ball out fast because Tua's really yeah. good at quick progressions and he's accurate and he gets the ball out fast. Let's just have him do that and then he won't get beat up every game. And that's 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 working wonders for this team right now, especially with the run after catch ability of the, of the weapons in that offense. So Absolutely. yes, the weapons are helping. Also Tua's playing well. Hopefully the Dolphins can keep this run up and get some good wins down the stretch and make, make some noise in the playoffs because they're a good team. Yeah, how about this offense? This is my offensive plan. Don't turn the ball over and get the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, how about that? Good, let's just let's just do good, that. It's a good game plan, man. It's a really good game plan. Uh, Tua, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions this year. 18 there you go. touchdowns, three interceptions. Those, those are MVP numbers. <gasps> keep I know those, I said keep, it. I know I said those, it. I know. Keep the turnovers low. He's he's been good. It's okay. It's been good. It's been really good. I don't good. know why people just won't say he's been good. Yeah, it's been really, really good, and it's okay. Um, I do want to give you a kind of are we worried? Are oh. we, and, and I'm not. I'm not worried, but I'm just gonna ask the question. Yeah. Are we worried about the Buffalo Bills? Uh, yes and no. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm worried that Josh Allen apparently has an elbow issue. That, that It does not look healthy. Doesn't look healthy. Right. Um, I'm worried that the Bills secondary is just hurt. Like, they, it, they're just, destroyed. that doesn't help. Yeah, yep. that's a big part of it. Um, but I, I, I think that they're good enough uh, that they're going to figure it out. They're still going to be one of the best teams in football and, and still a threat to win the Super Bowl. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I you know the Vikings beat them thirty three to thirty with like a major all timer catch. From that, Justin oh, Jefferson. did you see that catch? Oh my gosh, man! It's, it's ridiculous. It's one of the most <laughs> incredible catches I've ever seen. Right? Um, oh my gosh! The, the Jets beat them in a nasty defensive battle, uh, and, and those division games, I just don't. You know, they lost to the Dolphins 21-19, another division game. Those division games, those are always hard. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter how how bad one team is, how good the yeah. other team is. Like, division those games are always, are always hard. tough. That yeah. They've still got really good wins against the Chiefs and the Packers and um, the Titans. They crushed the Titans earlier this season. I, I think they've got the Browns, Lions, Patriots coming up, then Jets and Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Patriots. I think it's a pretty good schedule for them. Uh, rest of the year so uh what circle that dolphins game on uh, december 18th that's going to be uh that should be an interesting one uh might mean a lot for the afc east and for you know positioning and standings in the end but uh, I, I i think the bills are fine i'm not worried i'm not worried about the bills either uh that afc east is a lot is everybody's over 500 in that division i think you could yeah. probably make an argument any of those teams could win the division maybe not the jets but Six and three. Six and three is six and three. Yeah, you know, uh, the Jets and the Patriots are the two teams that, like, when I watch the Dolphins, they look good to me. When I watch right. the Bills, they look good to me. The Jets and Patriots yeah. don't. Like, the Jets are playing good D, and that's great, and they might win, but I yep. I still kind of, I'm still not a yeah. believer in the Jets or the Pats. I agree. I don't think the Pats, the, the Jets are very good. The Pats, I, I, the Pats would worry me a bit. You know what they do is they, 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 they limit mistakes, they play really good defense, and they run the ball. And yep. you can you can you can win doing that. You can, you can win like you you can you, you just don't turn the ball over, don't fumble, don't throw interceptions, and they they have a really good defense. And Ramadre Stevens has been really good this year. I, I, it wouldn't shock me. If they're five and four. Would shock me if they get to nine, maybe ten wins. That would not shock me. Yeah, quietly a big game this weekend. Jets Patriots. That's a big game. It's a big game. Yeah. Jets need might to be win a that rock game. fight. Might be a thirteen ten rock fight. Might be that might be. Yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. It's still, still a 9-10 rock fight. I, I like the idea of Mac Jones in a rock fight, just slinging rocks, crying. Just slinging rocks. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Did you say uh, crying? Yeah, he's definitely crying because he got hit with a rock. Um, got hit, yeah, to be fair, to be fair, I would cry if I got hit by a rock. Right absolutely, now. 100%. To be fair. Um I was what I was gonna say was, do you think? I don't think that whoever loses that game is out of the division title, but it definitely hurts, especially if Miami beats Houston this week as they should. Yeah, because that's gonna put my if Miami wins, they're eight and three. You lose that game if you're the Pats, you're five and five. That probably knocks you out of the division lead. 
Yeah, probably. I think so. Um, boy, yeah, that division is t is uh, it, it, it's going to be fun to see the finish of that division because you know some of those teams are going to fall off, and I, I hope it's not the Dolphins. But <laughs> yeah, I hope um, it could be. If we're being honest. It could it's, it's, be. Uh, it, it's, it's def it definitely wouldn't be shocking. Like I, I just talked, I just talked a bunch of noise about how much I like the Dolphins and how fun Absolutely. they are. But like, yeah, they're, they're not beyond reproach by any means. So. Hey, at least you don't play the Bills in Week 18. Because if they if they, if they played the Bills in Week 18, then you absolutely would know how this would go. Yeah, that that was, look. They play the Jets in Week 18. That's that's not much better. <laughs> Like, look, just beat the Jets. If you beat the Jets, it's you're in. Just beat yeah. the Jets, and then they're gonna lose three, the Jets by two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, three of their last four games are are division games. I mean that that's that's it. That's, yeah, th that's gonna be. I mean, the NFL knows what it's doing with the scheduling, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And the game they have in there is the Packers. Yeah, the Packers. Yeah. That's, that's not an easy game. No, not at all. Um, especially Aaron Rodgers seems like he's starting to wake up from a nap. Um, yeah. He didn't look bad against the Titans. Did you watch that game last night? I, I watched it. It was on. I didn't. I wouldn't pay close attention to it, but it was on. Yeah. Th three notes from that. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he looks okay. He looks like he's coming on. We'll see. We'll yeah. see if the Packers can make a little run. Uh, number two, uh, Christian Watson continues to be what good, and I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I, I was down. Christian I was not a Christian Watson. Yeah, I was not a Watson believer in the draft. I I, I did not like him as a as a prospect but looks pretty good i hope he can continue to do that number three derrick henry's so much fun to watch did you see the little jump <laughs> touchdown pass he threw yeah i did so much fun saw, the internet went went crazy like uh <laughs> calling him qb1 yeah yeah right it was so much fun it was so much fun and and ryan Tannehill looked good last night um it was one of those games where he looked efficient and um you know played the way they needed him to converted on third down one of those games that makes you makes you think ryan Tannehill's a good player so it was one of those um, good, good games for Tannehill. the thing about the christian watson thing though is that it's we said this kind of at the start of the season uh when we went in and we were like should green bay have invested in a wide receiver and we said there's gonna be one of these guys like yeah. like roger rogers is gonna find one of these guys and he's gonna make them better and that's what he's yeah. done it seems like he seems like he's he's landed on christian watson maybe yeah yeah now you know obviously he's not gonna score five touchdowns every two games like that's of not course gonna be of a, course a thing he does but it's it's certainly encouraging for packers fans to see him take this type of step um when they really need they really need a receiver to take a step. Not nothing against Alan Lazard, but I think Lazard is is best suited in that number two, number three role. And yeah. and it's good to see Watson take that step for them. Absolutely. Um, still, don't, I I still don't think they're making the playoffs, but good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for them. Um, I don't know. Do I have anything else? I might be done. I, I, I could go on, like, a 40-minute discussion about the, the Mariners and Teoscar Hernandez trade and, um, you know, all I, that stuff if you want. <laughs> I have another team. I have another team I want to talk about. Football team. Okay. One more team, and then we'll go. Um, What do we think about the San Francisco 49ers? I think they're good. I think they're a good team. So, good meaning I think they could probably probably easily win that division. Yep. I think that yeah. I, I, I would I, I would pick them to win the division. I know I continue to doubt the Seattle Seahawks at my own peril. How dare you? Listen, I'm going I to like be them. I'm going to be a C Seattleite. Is that what it's called? You are. You are going to be a Seattle, and I like it's, I like the Seahawks, and I'm rooting for them. But like, if you're asking me if I'm going to bet on them <coughs> to win the division, it's probably not happening. I'm going to be a Seattleite in about a month. Yeah, and I feel it is my duty to say to you, how dare you? <laughs> you know what I love? I love the, this. I love the Seattle rookie class. This is a legendary rookie class so far. Like, yeah, they've been really good. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's ridiculous. So this rookie class, right? They have two legitimate starting tackles out of this rookie class. All right. Yep. Two two legitimate starting cornerbacks out of this rookie mm. class. Uh, I I would say a already top ten running back in the league. Absolutely do. Yeah, and, and a budding pass rusher out of that. So that's that's seven seven players in this draft class who look like starters or uh, and, and like impact starters. I it is good. It is a good 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 day uh, to for to be a Seattle Seahawk looking at that draft. What a draft! 
I um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the side note thing that I was thinking the other day, but I will say this: What do you think uh, they try and do this offseason at quarterback? That they, that is so hard. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, if you're <laughs> Because I, I kind of don't know what, what to do if I'm them. So, you, you know what's going to be really hard, right? Is Denver right now, as they'd pick like 10th, right? They get that pick. All right. Yeah. If that 10 becomes 4, 5, right? Mm. And one of those top, top, top quarterbacks is there. I mean, they have to think about it, right? They have. I, I don't think there's any way you can't. You have to take yeah. a quarterback. But we but, love Gino. God, listen. I said some very bad things, some very critical things to Gino when the season started. They were yeah. like two and zero, and everyone was raising the Gino flag. Gino's been good this year. Let's just yes, be clear. Been very good. Gino's been yep. very good. But yep. come on, like I mean. <laughs> so the, the the flip side of that, if if the Denver pick is like tenth, right, then it's easy, yeah. right, because the the right, elite quarterbacks aren't going to be on the board, and the teams yeah. that are ahead of you aren't going to trade down and not do them because there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback, right? Um, yeah, namely Houston, Detroit, and Carolina. All of them Absolutely. are going to be picking top ten and interested, right? Yeah. So it becomes easy then at ten. You 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 know with the Denver pick and with your first round pick of Seattle, you take the best player available that helps your team, and then you draft a, a quarterback late day two, early day three to develop behind Geno Smith for a year or two and reevaluate evaluate the position the next year. That's really easy, right? Um, but again, if you if that Denver pick is like four or something five. Then and then you get in striking distance to be able to trade up and get one of those top two or three quarterbacks, or maybe you know, a Hooker from Tennessee falls to you or something like that. Ooh, then you have to I think like, about it. I like Hooker. You re- yeah, you really have to think about it then. And and at least Geno Smith gives you the opportunity to groom for a year, right? You can groom a rookie behind Geno Smith for a year. So I think you just end up doing that. But you know. If they win this division and they make a little noise in the playoffs with Geno Smith, I mean, there's every reason to think you don't have to emphasize the quarterback position. But it's tough. It's tough if you're Seattle. I I think they're probably happy that this isn't a problem for them. Yeah, I don't think they're worried about it at all. (laughs) I wouldn't be. Or happy with this problem. I would say happy with this problem decision-making. You know what I mean? Uh, Good good for Seattle, though. You could turn Russ into a young guy that you could sit on the bench for a few years and have a competent guy who's playing well. Geno Smith's playing really well for you. There's no need to really shake the boat as long as he's playing well. But um, and and you've just restocked your team, so you've got money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they did that thing. This you talk about this. We were just talking about teams being able to stockpile young, talented guys on the cheap. And I remember long ago, one of the first, when I knew you were a smart football guy, is when you told me that Seattle was was doing so well because they had Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. I do this at least twice. You do this every time. That's okay. Russell right. Wilson, because they had Russell Wilson on that cheap rookie contract. And I was like, yes. yeah, that makes perfect sense. Makes and so now here you are. in football, it's a hard cap. It's a hard cap in football. You have to make decisions. Yeah. Yeah, you have to make decisions. Absolutely, this is why a lot of the guys that we saw trade get, get that got traded got traded at the trade yeah. deadline. A lot of a lot of business decisions being made. Yeah, having uh, so having already replenished your 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 uh, your chest with these, these young guys gives you a little more flexibility. I like where Seattle is. I like it a lot. I'm in. Yeah, I I very excited for them. Now you you started this uh, conversation by asking about San the Forty Niners. We started talking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Forty Niners yeah. was my original question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> San Francisco has a very good defense still. Um, good coaching staff. Uh, uh, D'Amico Ryan's to me should be on short lists for head coach. Uh, he's done a really good job d- at the defensive coordinator position. Uh, somebody that is liked within that organization. So if if you're out there and you want to look at a defensive head coach next year, then I think D'Amico Ryan's is worth considering. Uh, but uh, offensively, Jimmy Garoppolo is surrounded by playmakers, guys that make big plays 
with mm-hmm. the ball in their hands. Brandon Ayuk, yeah. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, all those guys run well after the catch. So they're asking Garoppolo to get the ball out fast, which he's able to do, and that they're just making plays. I, I think that's a winning formula for this team. I think it's going to continue to be good. And I have a little bit of a bone to pick with the fantasy community. Like I like Uh-oh. I like the Uh-oh. fantasy community. We're friends. I'm Uh-oh. part of it. Be careful. But I, I'm seeing a lot of two narratives though. I'm seeing a lot of why did the 49ers sell the farm for Christian McCaffrey if they're not going to give him the ball? I'm seeing that a lot, right? And number two, I'm seeing you have Christian McCaffrey. Why are you giving Elijah Mitchell 18 carries, right? Because that's what happened last week. And I want I want to address those two things quickly. Okay, I, I, okay. okay. I, this, the first one I think is kind of a dumb. The second one I, I would have a question about why Elijah Mitchell's getting 18 carries. <laughs> yeah, so number one. Um, I don't think the 49ers sold the farm for Christian McCaffrey. I think like like three day two two day two picks and a day yeah, three pick. I think is uh, that's right. just to me that's just like pretty good compensation. Like that makes right. Sense. They didn't give up the yeah. first round pick. It's yeah. not selling the farm. Yeah, I don't think it's selling the farm. So I, I I think what they gave up is is suitable. Like it's a nice risk reward thing. Like if he's healthy, that's well worth it. If he's not healthy, then maybe you regret it, but you can live with it. Um, yeah. The second thing, okay. Christian McCaffrey has been hurt a lot the last two years. Absolutely, yes. Yep. And he was ran into the ground in Carolina. So maybe you have Elijah Mitchell, who's a good runner. You have him take all those uh, shots up the middle. You have him move the chains and grind down and take all those runs. And maybe you keep Christian McCaffrey, you know, as a gadget guy, you know, he gets the ball in space. You hand it off to him close to the red zone. You give him, you know, have him line up in the slot and give him, like, quick passes and things like that. Maybe that's the best way to use Christian McCaffrey. And maybe by not giving him 30 carries a game, yeah. maybe maybe he doesn't get hurt. Maybe he stays healthier longer and stays more dynamic for you. I think what they're doing is the perfect way to use Christian McCaffrey, personally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I mean, he's I also think the, sometimes, played... yeah, I, I think sometimes the fantasy community, and I'm guilty of this too, forgets about the football community, right? Which is a different community. And the 49ers are trying to win football games. I think what they're doing is probably the best way to use Christian McCaffrey if you want to win fo- football games long term. Right. And look, he's played three games for them. He's had 17 targets. He's caught 14 balls. He's had a touchdown, receive, a receiving touchdown. Like, so they're using him in different ways as well. It's not like they're just running him up the middle, you know, saying, like, to try to get four yards of carry. Like, they're spreading him out, which is what you're supposed to do with Christian McCaffrey. I yeah, agree. That's I, like, what you're I just, supposed to do. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. The guy's a dynamic player, like, in, like, speed and mobility. He's not a pounder, right? He's not just going to run around. Let it, I don't want Christian McCaffrey getting crushed four or five times a game. Yeah, yeah. It makes perfect sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Let Elijah Mitchell take some of those hits. I agree. Um, I think that they're low key for me, a team I think could be dangerous. But I just, I just, I still just don't fully trust Jimmy. You know, that's probably just, you know, old prejudices for me, but I just don't fully trust that guy yet. But they, they do look really good. Defense is playing great. Yeah, so Jimmy has been to a Super Bowl and two championship games. I know it doesn't make sense, right? I know it makes no yeah. sense. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I say 49ers win that division and they um, and they make a run. <laughs> I, I I fully I fully agree. I understand the point. <laughs> um, I uh, and now they got McCaffrey. I. I, I just I, yeah it's it's such a good team around Jimmy and it's the type of team that is best suited for Jimmy's talents and I, just, I to me it's good well coached I yeah defense is great if they stay healthy I think they I think they I think they make a run I don't know if, if they win they, the Super Bowl but I think they're, yeah I think they need to be I think you can't count them out I'm gonna say this if if they make it to another just NFC Championship game with Jimmy 
then we all have to shut up about Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> we do. We absolutely need to. <laughs> it's like, because obviously you, this guy could win games. Obviously. Yeah. We should probably already be shutting up about Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And, and look at, look at that, look at that conference. I mean, I mean, I love Philly. Yeah. Philly's a lot of fun and Minnesota's a lot of fun, but I mean, are those teams you trust with a capital T? It, it, it feel it feels like Philly might be a little ahead of the game. It looks like they look like they might be a, a peaking a little too soon. Although Philly looks really good, they lost this week, but they look really good. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, I don't trust Minnesota. Listen, Kirk, you, you, you're asking me, do I tr- curse, trust Kirk Cousins? No. Yeah. I don't. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, they're eight and one, and, and that's good. Um, they're eight and one, and that's good, and they're great, and I'm rooting for them, and I hope they do really well, and I'm not really doubting them, but like, yeah. if I'm looking at the at the at the NFC, I don't think there's a team that I'm like, yeah, that's the team, right? So, yeah. 49ers could easily get in some like nice defensive games and make some plays and. And, and turn into and make a nice little run here at the end of the season, but they gotta they they gotta string together some wins, right? Five and four isn't gonna do it right now, yeah, but uh, yeah. but they, I I think they could very easily make quite a run, and I I I, I don't I don't see why not. I I, I get Cardinals this week Monday night. That's gonna be a good game. Gonna be a good game. Cardinals, yeah, Cardinals, big 49ers. game. They need to win yep. that game. 49ers should win that game. They do. They they need to. Um. Yeah, especially if Kyler Murray plays, I want I want to watch that game. I really do. Okay, let's let's call it. We're we're over an hour. Um, I could I could ramble on for absolutely much longer. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So we're 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 gonna come back December second or December ninth. Not the ninth. It has okay, to be so, the second. So we're gonna come back December second, and then we're gonna take a big break uh, while Dwayne goes to Florida and moves to Seattle and gets set up elsewhere. And then we'll be back in mid January and, and, yeah. and we'll find a new schedule that works for us. Uh, so we're going to, uh, everyone have a very, very nice Thanksgiving. We'll see you in a couple weeks and Absolutely. Uh, any final, any final thoughts before we go today, Dwayne? Yeah. I'm not an overly religious person, but uh, please pray that I don't, you know, lose my mind over the next month and a half. It's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> take, Absolutely. We're taking our kids to taking our kids to Disney World the first week of December, and then we're coming back and packing the house and then moving across the country. Just Dwayne may not be in a good place. I, that's why I'm happy that I'm good with where both my teams are. I'm yeah. not <laughs> like, you steak. I don't really have to pay that close attention, and I can yeah. relax, focus on it's other good, things. It's good. Good timing for that. Good timing for that. <laughs> Godspeed, buddy. Godspeed. Thanks, buddy. Um, I appreciate it. Before we go, let me just mention it really helps, it helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Leave us a nice review, so please do. That does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you with another episode next week. The vast penmanship crafting the track generous. It's that infinite. Fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful. Neighbors sniff it from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap, and then we dish it. Yo. Tensions on the fire, cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant, I'm more dominate, I'm like a giant, that's a sabotage. Nobody move, yeah. Don't even sleep, ready to ill, ready to get it, ready to kill, ready to-